What's going on, everybody? It's So What Now. We're back at it live again, baby. What's good, Vic? You know, chilling, bro. You know, you know, a good weekend. So, gotta end it with a good podcast. You know, I like that. I like that. We got a very special guest in the building today. It's approximately. Oh, yeah, you are. Oh, he said I'm special. Oh, wow. Oh, come on. He's just a kid. Wow. (laughs) Wow, it's approximately like 5 o'clock right now, Eastern time. Oh, it is. 501. 501. Introduce yourself, homie. They call me the Fresh Prince of Methuen. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm Gio. Uh, For those of you who don't know me. This is um, to your girl. <laughs> <laughs> My full government is Giovanni Caesar. Um, yeah. My full government. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Nah, how long have we been knowing each other, Gio? <sighs> I lost count. <laughs> I felt like since birth, but... Uh, <laughs> Episode 33 starting out hot. <laughs> it's like I feel like it's been birth. Honestly, I think it's been like since like high school. Yeah, high school. Now, whenever you transferred over, I met you. It's been like 2013, 2014. It's been like six, seven years. Probably. Around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, we got, we got really close. Probably like college, I would say. Oh, yeah. Freshman year of college, and when we started working at Famous together. Oh. All oh, those famous boy. times, oh, huh? Boy, man. The famous footwear days, bro. Oh, man. What a time. What a time. <laughs> bro. What would you say was the craziest moment you had in Famous Footwear? And there's many of them. There's got to be one iconic moment that you can think of that's always like, damn, why did I even work here? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You guys loved it. Bro, Famous was was an experience, man. Uh, I'd say the craziest moment, I don't know if it's the craziest, but it's definitely the funniest. Uh, was when we were opening the store, <laughs> and at the time, at the time I was a manager there, so it was just me and Vega that morning opening. And usually when you you're opening a store, you know nobody bothers you because it's the fucking crack of dawn. And then for some reason, this lady calls the store, and uh, she asks for some shoes, and I put her on hold, and I go <laughs> to uh, I go Thank to you. find the shoes. I can't find the shoes. I pick her. I pick up the phone, and I go, Yeah, we can't find the shoes. And for some reason, she sounded mad offended, like more so offended than you would think. <laughs> and then, you know, I hung up. I was mad confused. I'm like, yo, why the hell is this lady like, why is she so salty about like loafers, man? <laughs> and then I realized that uh, that we were playing music in the store. We found, me and Vega <laughs> found out how to hack the store security system and uh, play our own music when it was just us in the store. So then I'm like, yo, yo, Vega, call the store real quick. And he called the store, and I picked up, and I put him on hold. <laughs> and on the phone, on hold, there was Travis Scott days before rodeo. Oh. And I was, yo, I thought if anybody found out about this, I would have gotten fired immediately. Immediately. <laughs> I'm surprised the lady didn't report You know what's me. so funny? Him and I never had an opening shift after that. Never again. again. That's never sad, again. though, man. They have to break never. up those vibes. Always. Like, never. for no reason. That's no extra. Reason. That's petty on their part. It I is mean, petty. I see why. The, you couldn't put me and Vega on the same <laughs> shift. If you want to work done, we would have got it done. We were good at what we did. But, like, bro, it was we were laughing for 98% of our shift. Yeah. Out people to yeah, we would just call out on customers. Oh you know, God. just their, 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 their weird tendencies. Oh, my God. Odd tendencies, you know. We would catch Steelers all around the store, bro. They would not put us on together because they knew we were boys, and the management, upper management, knew it. 
but we got work done. It's probably the most craziest chemistry of work being done in a retail store. Let That's me tell wild. you, it was wild. Like Batman and Robin. Yeah, it really was, though. It really was. So that had happened, right? Let me tell you a crazy famous story one time. For the, I don't know if Gio remembers this. It was one of when he started working there for the first time, right? I forget who was on management, bro. It was probably Wayne. It might have been. It might have been. But uh, it was him and I, and we were all closing the store because he was a sales associate like me at the time until he, Gio got up to assistant manager. And, yo, let me tell you something. This pair of ladies, right, are coming from a movie right at AMC Lowe's Theater right there in the loop. Bro. <laughs> They come and clap to the store, bro. <laughs> they almost <laughs> fell as they fucking got through the door, bro. They needed their shoes. <laughs> they needed their shoes, bro. Bro, clapped, bro. Like, I couldn't even, like, define it to you. Like, these girls look like they should not be driving. Nothing, bro. They tried to get some shoes, bro. The girl fell trying to get up to the clearance rack. It's a little high, I'm not gonna lie. The hey, clearance racks do get pretty high. At least the, the rack didn't and fall I, down. <laughs> almost did. Bro, she fell. All you hear is a boom in the store, bro. And me and Gio look at each other and we can't stop laughing, bro. We can't stop laughing, bro. They were <laughs> I don't know. I hope those those ladies got it out safe. That was like three or four years ago, oh but like God. yo. I hope they're doing well. Too. I hope they're doing well. I hope they oh, Ubered we had, a, we had a similar story about that, too. Remember when we went out of the casino, Vic? <laughs> oh, my God. No, no, no. I don't want to talk about that one. Though. Because the ending, man, disappointed in myself. On oh, us. Disappointed yeah, in true. us, man. We true. failed. We failed we society failed. that day. Oh, <laughs> we failed society that day. Man. Anyway, maybe. All right. We'll, we'll give him a little peek. A little synopsis. We, we went to the casino. You know, we're leaving after an L. There's some, there's some, I'm not going to say bad, because they weren't that bad. No, like, no, they're like no. sixes. Yeah. So, they're collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm going to say. It was in the parking lot. <laughs> that should say it in itself, man. Yep. Disappointed. Yep. You know, society wouldn't be disappointed. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, people make choices. Mm-hmm. They make their own choices mm-hmm. in life. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? We can only help them we so much. We can only help so far and so much, man. Anyway, you know, isn't it funny how, like, everyone who worked in customer service, we got a crazy story? Yeah. Every single person. Every single. When I worked at Kmart, man, the security was kind of, like, crazy because they actually were trying to, like, not let people steal from Kmart. So there was this one guy, like, super skinny, maybe 120 pounds, 5'5", like, skinny white dude. So someone's stealing, they seen him in the camera. So I'm a, I'm a cashier, so I'm like, yo, why is this dude standing at the exit? So this dude... He walks by and the alarm sounds when, like, there's a tag for the... So he walks out the store. The security dude's outside. I look back. And the the big dude, this dude who seen was big. And he just punches this dude straight in the in the, in the the eye, bro. Like, punch, punch, like, one, twos. I was like... Because the, the security was trying to stop him. And the dude just fought back. Damn. And then he, he, he stood back. The, the, the security stood back. He was like, damn, this, this motherfucker really hit him in the face. Damn. You should have seen after the black and blue this dude got in his eyebrow for trying to help Kmart. Oh, my God. They caught the dude. The, the cops came. But if I'm working security, man, listen, 
Yeah, if someone starts money. swinging, I'm not gonna hold you back. That's what I'm saying. For $20? Come on, Kmart. You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta, uh-uh. you gotta make business decisions at that point. So. Facts. You're not paying. Kmart's not paying me. $7.25? You tell him at that point. $7.25? That's crazy. Wild, man. But what is it about customer service that makes us grind our gears the most? Everyone has their own little opinion about that, who's worked in customer service. What grinded your gears the most of working in customer service? At Kmart? There's a lot of things, but, like, what grind your gears the most? My, my like, my supervisors. Yeah? Yeah. Just that for the most part? Yeah, just that for the most part, I think. You know, <sighs> you know the customers, I never really, like, get to me because I'm like, you know what, I'm not making 725. Yeah, I don't care about you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, like one time we were doing this prank on one of our coworkers. So his car was up front and we put like peanut butter and then we saran wrapped his car. <laughs> and this Karen pulled up to us and was like, I'm going to call the cops on you guys. Like, you can't do that to a car. I'm like, yo, lady, this is our friend's car. Like, relax. <laughs> we out there in the parking lot with like our Kmart uniform and like yeah. our tag. I'm like, yo, chill. Like, relax, man. Relax. And that was like way before like. The Karens were yeah, a thing. Yeah, yeah, were like no, a the thing. The Karens were always a thing. Karens were always, were always a thing, thing. but that terminology. They were just like crazy ladies back then, but yeah. now they're just Karens. Yeah. <laughs> Weird ass people. Man. Weird ass people. Weird ass people. One customer service story I have, right? And this is what grinded my gears the most, I think. Damn, someone just said do it. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> Vic is on his phone right now. He's like, yo, just do it. Nike. <laughs> my bad. Good. It's my show to you, bro. You're good. You're good. You're good. I told her I was going to do something, and she said, do it. I wish I could do that sound. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Yo, this podcast is going to be 50% just me my bad, Vic. What were you going to say, Nah, so essentially there was one time, right, where um, this is what grinded my gears the most about customer service. It wasn't the customers itself who came in that were annoying, the annoying ones. The ones who asked the question 80,000 times Holy to me. me bro. bro I, I couldn't, bro, I almost lost it, bro, one time. Is the lady literally asked me the same question maybe five times in a row within 15 minutes. And she was like, get your manager. And I was like, listen. And I'm pretty sure Gio was on. <laughs> and I said, listen, you're going to hear the same exact thing that you just heard from me as my manager is about to say to you right now. And they just don't understand that. I just don't get it. They want that discount. <laughs> You could see, you could tell immediately who's thirsty for a discount. That's yeah. the funny part. Yeah. And the problem with me, like, looking back, they shouldn't have made me a manager. <laughs> Let me tell you why they shouldn't have made me a manager. I shouldn't be put in that position because I can't control my facial expressions. <laughs> so if you come out the woodwork with some bullshit, I'm going to let you know you're saying some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, again, if you know me, like, I'm not, like, I'm not pressed for anything. I don't take anything to heart, like. I don't care that you're here to buy these shoes, and I, I don't care that you want information about these shoes, but if you're going to ask me what size I think you should get for these shoes <laughs> a whopping 27 times after I told you you're clearly a size six and a half, I'm going to let you know you sound crazy, my guy. Like, you really do sound crazy. 
It's like, nah, I think I'm a six. Nah, Are you sure I'm not a seven and a half? <laughs> I mean, you could go barefoot for all I care. All right, let's get the shoes or dunk. Yeah, it was a nice experience, man. It's, uh, Famous taught me a lot about, yo, the biggest lesson I took from that job, from retail in general, is that, like, that was the first time in my life I think I truly realized, like, yo, people are not raised the same as me, man. People do not have, like, common courtesy, common decency, common manners. Bro, it's crazy. People are weird out there. Oh, my God. <laughs> but that's just society for you, man. That really is, but specifically in a retail shoe store. <laughs> People are different, bro. People are different. Because if and somebody... It, and it's so hard to, like, explain it, too, bro. Like, because you have to live through that, bro. you got to live through it, bro. And work in retail, and, a lot of, and I know a lot of people, those are most individuals' first jobs when they're in their teenage years. But, yo, as you get older and you're still working there, bro, it, it, it just makes you realize, yo... Just stop. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> what you got to say to me right now, I've heard it from the past 1,000 customers. So don't tell me that I'm wrong right now. For real, man. Salute to you retail workers. You guys, you guys do look Yeah, you guys are the real. <laughs> guys... And you know what's so funny about all this too, Gio? I'm pretty sure people are even worse during this whole pandemic. Yo, if I was working retail during this pandemic, I think I'd like go to jail. <laughs> I'd throw a sandal at somebody. I'd, I'd do something because I'm not... You're not going to risk Especially my for those individuals who have, like, the non-common courtesy, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. Oh, yeah, bro. It's one thing if, like, you're asking me stupid questions, but if you're asking me stupid questions with the chance to, like, transmit a virus to me, yep. oh, I'm not taking it, bro. <laughs> no. No, man. Absolutely it's not. It's not worth it. It's nah. not worth nah. it. I'm not doing it. And, like, people still being disrespectful, like, when this whole thing was happening, man, like, like they just, I don't know. They don't care about other people, you know? Nah. It's like. Not at all. And I get it, like, you, you, we shouldn't ask people have to care about another person, but, like, I don't think you should be disrespectful about it. Nah. So what are you studying right now, Gio? Me? The kid's studying his civil engineering. The kid. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to be... Oh, he's going to be saving our lives, man. Oh, hopefully. Oh, hopefully. So what type... So, so engineering is crazy, so I don't really know the differences between the three of electrical, mechanical, and civil. So what are the main three differences between those three? Uh, well, those three, like engineering is like really broad. Like there's, there's a lot more than three. Yeah. Are those like the main three that um, people go and study? There are three of the more popular ones. Popular I'd ones, say, yeah. But I wouldn't say they're the main three. Okay. Because you'll find a decent like population in all of them. Um, but I'm just basing my, like, it really depends on what school and what area you're yeah. from. Like, I go to UMass Lowell, and I see mostly civvies, or civil engineers, mechanical engineers, electrical engineers. Yeah, those those might be the most prominent that I interact with over there. Um, the differences, well, first and foremost, civil engineers are the best engineers by far, and there's no bias in that whatsoever. Um... All my structural friends know that. All my geotechnical friends know that. Mm -hmm. You know, we're just cut from a different cloth. Yeah. Uh, mechanical engineers, they, they suck. They're they won. They're poopy heads. They're poopy heads? Yeah, electrical <laughs> engineers, they're cocky. <laughs> they're poopy heads. No, but civil engineers, <laughs> they're, like, they poopy heads. they're poopy heads. They're poopy heads. <laughs> if you're not civil, you're a poopy head at the end of the day. But uh, civil engineering is like structures, roads, bridges. Oh, Bridges, hold on, hold on, hold, hold on. on. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, you just brought up. I don't mean to interrupt you, but you about to finish. 
before we go diving into engineering anymore, bro, me and Vic were at the Zakem Bridge yesterday. Mm. And, bro, we were like under it and we were like saying to ourselves, yo, how the hell did they build this shit? It's the weirdest thing. My man. It's the weirdest thing. And the whole, what was that? The little bridge that, that came up? Oh yeah, the where the train where the boats can pass Correct. in the in the water. Correct. Bro, how the hell first? How do you design that? And people, how the hell do people get up there with these like massive, massive structures? It's a lot of cranes. It's a lot of cranes. So, so from like a design perspective, like knowing in your future you can build something um, that like for example, can drastically change a person's life. Like, for example, I know I've seen, like, a few bridges that, like, collapse because of, like, design mishaps. Right. So, like, how do you feel knowing that, like, something that you can possibly build can have a negative impact, like, like on your mental your mental health, like, for example? Because that's a pretty big deal, you know? Like, you're building structures that, like, millions of people are possibly going to be passing by. Like, for example, in Boston, right. like the Zakem Bridge, you know? Right. Or like, the, or, like, the bad... The tunnel, the the big dig, the big dig, which was a mess up and a half. But <laughs> what what did, what do you want your future to be as a as a engineer? Uh, I'd like to design bridges, to be honest. Yeah. I just it's weird because I'm split down the middle between like two sub disciplines in civil engineering. It's like because just they both interest me, so it's like. And they both go hand in hand, so I guess like further down the road I could do a mix of them, which people have done before, but I'm stuck between geotechnical, which is like analyzing the ground underneath structures. That's mm. just, uh, I just ha- uh, finished my internship at a geotechnical place. And then also structural, which is, you know, everybody knows what structural is. Crunch <laughs> the numbers, you know, make sure the architect's designs are like safe and everything. And, like, um, but as for like, it, 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 you really want to be good at what you do. So you really like, you really have to be careful with, um, it's tough to explain. It's like, you have to be careful with like how you go about confirming different like equations and everything, how you go about confirming, um, the work that other people do you got to make sure that like everything is triple checked quadruple checked you got to make sure that like you got to make sure like if something goes down you got to make sure that you did everything in your power to make sure like it didn't go down if that makes sense Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so it's like obviously humans make mistakes obviously people are gonna mess up you know whether or not it's like messing up a, an equation or whether or not it's just messing up uh, you know a computer program people are going to mess up and you just got to be very attentive to that and make sure you try to catch as much as you can but, yeah. but here's my thing do you know a lot of things about like high skyscrapers and stuff like that buildings mm, no not that much no. it's just more or less like bridges and stuff more or less like equations of like how <laughs> nature interacts with like certain structures and shit. Oh, so okay. like gravitational forces on retaining walls or like oh damn uh, the bulb of influence for like different soils and everything and like how permeable soils are. Sheesh. So that means you can like 
go into a lot of jobs with this, right? Yeah, job security. security. It's, it's because everywhere is like you'll find infrastructure everywhere. Anywhere like construction is going on. So like in your internship, it was geotechnical. Geo uh, technical so you know like Boston was built on a marsh right yeah like all marshland so is that like would they find a piece of land make sure like this can take this much weight for yeah, example like so what's under it at my internship it was a lot of it was a lot of going to construction sites and making sure that they're like excavating to like the proper depth that they need you got to make sure the soil that they're excavating to is proper because with Boston you have natural sand and then what we call fill on top which is like artificial just like earthy materials that were put on top of it at like whatever point in time just to like take up space there um you got to make sure like you know the fill is like strong enough to contain whatever structure is going on top of it you, or you got to make sure that like all of it's removed or you got to make sure it's improved so yeah i did a my main project was in dorchester and this doesn't really have to do with engineering, but let me tell you something. Contractors and like construction workers are by far the funniest people I've ever met. They're like they're all stand-up comedians. It's actually ridiculous. But uh, good dudes. Dude, <laughs> fucking hilarious. Shout out to Buddha. Um, <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Smitty and Buddha. Actually, those are my guys. Um, Angel. But uh, this is another problem I have. I always forget what I'm saying. <laughs> it'd be like that. It'd be, it'd be like, like that, bro. Yeah, 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 it'd be like that, bro. You just flow the energies. You just flow the energies, yeah. <laughs> like Fix just said. It's not a problem in my book. But, but, but yeah, even so with... So... How much credit do these construction workers get, man? Not enough. Not enough, right? Not enough. Because they're doing, like, the dirty work of all of this, right? Yeah, they're doing all the, like... All the lifting, all the, like you know, manual labor, and we're just kind of telling them, like, oh, yeah, that's where you got to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's not natural sand. You got to go a little deeper. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, they're good people. Hard yeah, workers. no, hard workers, man. But even with those structures of just, like, bridges, kind of like the example of, like, the Zakem Bridge, bro, that, that's a high-ass bridge, man. <laughs> you know, the Zakem Bridge is, like, I feel like that's the main reason why I got into civil engineering, actually, because, uh, I didn't always live in Massachusetts. I moved from Jersey. And when did I move from Jersey? I moved from Jersey like 12 years ago, maybe 13 years ago. And I always knew I was like decent at math and everything. So I knew I wanted to do some sort of engineering, but I didn't know what kind. And then I was taking 93 to drive up to Malden. And after you get out the tunnel, you look up and you see this crazy ass bridge with all the lights and everything because it was at night. I was like, holy shit this is crazy right so that was one reason i decided to be a civil engineer the second reason is because yo the roads in massachusetts are hot garbage like the worst roads i've ever seen so i'm like i gotta get into a field where like i can do some sort of pavement design and make sure like these things don't crack down mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah and i mean you're, it's building up the future yeah. you know so it's like the future is always changing and and what we use as transportation, like like the roads, bridges, that always has to evolve and change too, right. for safety and and you know in the United States we have like the worst you know um, infrastructure too, so it's like in the next like y years, they're just gonna keep doing more infra uh, infrastructure and just keep fixing everything. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 
U.S. is a U.S. is a funny country, man. It's an interesting country. It's like the we're the richest poor. Ooh. We're the, we're the richest poor, spinning. if you think Ooh. about it. Where, cause like, like we're we're rich in a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you look at it, it's like it's ugly. Mentally, it's kinda we're like, not rich. It's kind of like it's not always greener on the other side. You yeah. know what I mean? <coughs> For the United States. And I States. feel like that. I haven't lived anywhere else. Th- you, in know, the world. you know, that's actually true. So maybe maybe that so that saying that isn't go, valid. That that can go towards any other country around the world. You know. Because they all have their own difficulties that we wouldn't have, right? Yeah, yeah, it's true. And they have difficult. They have. We would have difficulties that they wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a two, not two, two-way like street. Like a two-part, like a two-way two part street. Story. Yeah, two-way street. Yeah, yeah it would be. Well, yeah. here's, here's my view on it. This pandemic really opened my eyes to like seeing how the U.S. isn't like all that in terms of we're not as ready as we think we are. Because once I saw people rioting over toilet paper, people were going crazy over toilet paper, stocking up, fighting people at stores. Yeah, I knew what type of time it was. This pandemic's really gonna gonna mess with people, man. Yeah. I mean, people ain't shit. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it just makes me think too. Now this is I'm going crazy fictional here, but like, just think about like like an apocalypse like a zombie apocalypse yeah shit. what would really go what down what would really happen would really in the US you know First what I mean foremost, I'm going straight to Canada <laughs> you're not seeing me in the US during the zombie apocalypse I'm going straight to Canada Toronto no, but ideally not. though like what can you possibly do in a zombie apocalypse when everyone has so many different morals and and what is right and what's wrong you know everyone it just becomes straight up anarchy right so, in an anarchy, every every person is like for themselves, basically. Mm-hmm. But I kind of saw that with this pandemic. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Even though a lot of people came together, they had to. But then you had <laughs> the other part of society that just wasn't with it. Oh yeah. And for everything that just happened throughout this year and alone of 2020, it just sent, it, it seemed like uh, it was. Like a really bad avalanche. A really bad avalanche that just seems to not end. And it all ties back to retail. (laughs) I like that, that, bro. It's true, man. Like I said, retail was the first eye-opener for me of how people aren't raised the same. Yeah. And, you know, the craziest shit you see, it's happening in retail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shout out to the retail workers yet again, man. All the heroes. Yeah, it always comes back to the little things. And, I mean, it's really show, too, to the people that, like, the importance of retail workers, food industry workers, like, everyone's crucial. Everyone plays a part in life. Everybody. You know, like, as little as it is, bro, some people can't live without their Starbucks in the morning. You know, if when it's closed, what's going to happen, man? All these Karens, all these these frat girls are going to go crazy. You know what I mean? You know, what happens if, if there's no more alcohol in the world? Yeah. You know, what happens when there's no more toilet paper? Mm-hmm. What happens when there's no more running water? And you look at it and you say, man, but what we have here is a treasure, man. Because it's like we always got running water, always got electricity. Other countries don't. Mm-hmm. But we, but we, we can still take that for granted. And people still take that for granted. Yeah, around here. Especially. Around here. Especially in this country. You know how many times I'll be flushing a toilet in a day? 
<laughs> Isn't that kind of crazy? Like when you analyze it, man. Mm-hmm. Like how many times you flush the average? Of, oh, I don't even of, know. Of gallon waste, a lot. <laughs> no, but no. Think about it. Like I be flushing the toilet so much, bro, of clean water, bro, mm-hmm. that someone in another world can never have, and we just wasting it. You know, sometimes I be warming up the water, just letting it run. That's crazy to me. It's crazy because some people don't have that. Now you working with soil in your internship, right? Is that what it was yeah. primarily? Hmm. How fucked up is our environment? <laughs> fucked up to the point where my internship put a disclaimer. I don't know if I should be saying this, but uh, they can't find me. Um, <laughs> so fucked up to the point where we made it known that we do not want to deal with any environmental issues. So I personally didn't have to deal with environmental issues um, just because once you start getting to the environmental aspect of the soils you're trying to build on, it becomes a whole other ballgame because there's so many, there's so much red tape around it that it makes everything you're trying to do from that point forward 20 times harder. So it's like, it's like the soil, you can harm the environment if you like move a specific type of soil, or is that like you're just building and you're using chemicals that can affect like that area? For the soil, it's the biggest thing you don't want is to, for all your permits to pass, for you to start digging and then for you to smell something funky with the soil. If you smell something, if you smell something funky with the soil and you find out that there's some funky elements in that soil, it's not going to be on that one spot. It's going to be across the entire like footprint of the building you're trying to put up. So that's going to be a really, really big check for a lot of owners of that building that they don't want to pay just for environmental like red tape. And if you know that's pro- it's probably not going to happen, but just by chance, if you have some contractor who's gung ho and says, you know what, screw it, we'll just build over it and uh an organization finds out that you built over environmentally like unsuitable material big problems big big problems big problems so for now i can't say how messed up our environment is because Mm -hmm. like i said my company didn't want to get anywhere near that Mm -hmm. um but that's i mean it's kind of crazy (laughs) the lack of care right oh definitely oh yeah because people back then, they didn't care about the environment. People don't care until it's too late, for the most part. Ah, people preach. really don't care until it's Pastor too late. Pastor Geo has entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing, too. When individuals don't realize that they don't have some... Um, they don't realize until something is gone, right? Mm-hmm. They don't realize what they have until it's gone, mm-hmm. especially... In the environment we live in today, mm. is there any way we can reverse anything that has happened in the past um, in terms of the environment? Just based off your experience of what you had in your internship. Um, nah, stuff like that is tough to reverse. You can try to manage it as well as possible, but at the end of the day, scars don't heal, man. And when you put so many scars on the earth, you know, it's real tough to like reverse that. So you gotta find out ways to prevent it from here going forward. Um, at the end of the day, you just gotta build around it. If that makes sense. Think mm-hmm. of ulterior ways to do things. Um, 
Yeah, it's gonna cost more, which a lot of people. That's the, that's. Let me catch myself. That's the big thing. There are, there are definitely ways to manage it very well, but all these ways are not cheap. So, people who only have what an 80-year lifespan aren't really gonna break their bank account for something that's not gonna affect them until 300 years later. And that's just been the mentality for generations on generations on generations. You know what I'm saying? So do you see a deal passing for like, for new environmental changes? Um, Just because of that profit end? <laughs> this is what I'm getting to. Nah, not under, not under this current regime. Nah, right? Nah, not for this. You see, this is my problem with capitalism with no morals. It needs to be a hybrid. I've been saying it since for years now. There's no way that you can actually take care of the environment, take care of humans, but then you have money that's involved, right? Once money gets involved, that shit is evil. It's all about yeah. money. It's all about, especially all in this country, money. especially in this country, it's all about money. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's like profits, right? Mm -hmm. But you see like these, these uh, companies that just have like millions of dollars in profits. But they wouldn't like want to pay their employees an extra dollar. They wouldn't want to go like that further one step and do something that can be environmentally sound, even though they're still making millions, maybe billions of dollars of profits. And I don't get it because like profits only go so far. Like, what do you? What are they trying to prove with making even more profits, like making more money? Because like at the end, in 300 years, that's not going to be anything. Oh yeah. And I think it goes back to they're living in the now. Mm -hmm. They're living like, hey, this company's gonna be here for twenty years, and we're gonna we're gonna fuck shit up. You know, like like for example, McDonald's, millions in profits right every mm -hmm. year. Why can't they bump? Why can't they bump their employees up a little bit? Hmm. Makes no sense to hmm. me. No sense. My guy, Gio. This this man Jeff Bezos is something else, man. Jeffy boy, bro. Jeff 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 is crazy. Jeff is actually crazy. Nah, I think he, crazy. I think he really is. Jeff, Jeff this is man crazy. is literally trying to make his own supply chain. Jeff is, <laughs> and it's working because he, he got mad profits. But he got mad profits. But like, Jeff. you know, his net worth went up billions of dollars, even in a pandemic. And I get it. I was, I was, I'm a, I'm a prisoner of the moment too because I had true, I, I give profits to Amazon e almost <laughs> every month. And order something from that because it's the easiest access, right? And what do people want? They want easy access to their items. They want it now. And they want it now, right? Mm -hmm. But he's just doing a little too much, man. Jeff. Would you say it's too much, though? No, he is, personally. He's doing a little too much. Like, trying to build an entire supply chain out of his company. But the thing is, he can. He There's can. no regulations upon any of this. But why would it be wrong? He's not, he's not he's doing a monopoly. He's personally not doing anything wrong. Well, he is, <laughs> but he really is. But like a lot of people wouldn't say that. But from a fiscal standpoint, man, this man is literally give me all that money. It's a it's a give me all system. Oh, yeah. Oh, First yeah. place wins all. And this man is making a lot of money, dude. He's probably made the billions of dollars, bro. Yeah, he's made millions of dollars by like the time we started recording this. Yeah. Another crazy thing. I saw another crazy statistic. I don't know if I said this in a previous podcast episode, but Mike Bloomberg, the amount of money he spent on ads for his presidential campaign, could have he could have given 
I think, a million dollars to each uh, United States citizen, and he still would be rich. I mean, I couldn't go a day without seeing a Mike Bloomberg guy. Like, there was a point in time, like, even even now, bro, I feel like I still see Mike Bloomberg guys. Yeah. Dude, I, I can't go on YouTube. I can't walk down the street without seeing Mike Bloomberg guys. I can't sleep without seeing Mike Bloomberg <laughs> But when is that but when is too much? When when is it enough for? (laughs) How much is too much then? In in this in this society for for the U.S. He can give every single person in the United States money and still be rich. But this is the problem. But they won't do it. Because a lot of people don't believe that when you're born into this world, that you have disadvantages or advantages when you're born a lot of people don't believe that everyone thinks you have that fair chance of being a Jeff Bezos so going off of that that everyone has a fair chance Mm -hmm. how how did your education your future what do you perceive as being a black man in this world negative or positive or both um like, for example, to say like that, would someone look down upon you because you're a black engineer? I'd say so. I'd say so. It's definitely getting better because a lot of that a lot of that thought is really condensed within the older generation that are the bosses that are hiring people. But since they're getting, you know, phased out or um, outlived by the younger generation, I'd definitely say it's not as prominent as it was, say, 40 years ago. Um, granted, I'm still in school. I haven't gone on too many, um, too many interviews and whatnot, but from what I've heard from my peers, what I've heard from, like, my mentors, yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. And it's going to take a while for it to, uh, for it to fully be phased out. You know what I'm saying? But Do you believe it's because the demographic you live in right now? What if you, g- you lived in, like... The South or the Midwest, you think it would still be the equally the same that it is right now? From what you're experiencing? Actually, I think it'd be, I think it'd be different because Massachusetts is racist, but it's not nearly as racist as other parts in this uh, in this country. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'd have a pretty, I'm not gonna say a cakewalk, but it, it it wouldn't be as hard as it would be for other parts of uh, America. Yeah, you know. But isn't that crazy though? You can go like 14 hours down in a car, down south, right, from Mass. There's some, and it's just completely different on how your life would be. There's some states I won't get out to pump gas. There's some, and I'm not kidding. There's some states where I've heard my boys who travel a lot. They've told me, like, bro, if you get out between, like, this time and this time to pump gas, just be ready. You know? Hmm. Like, it's, it's actually wild. Even if you're not racist, man. Even if you're not, culture, yeah. Even if like you're not racist, culture yep. shock, It's like, it's that shit is next level. Fam. Mm-hmm. It makes you appreciate your own culture. Ooh, Ooh, like, Ooh, I've wee. always been around like other Haitians, you know. Whether or not it's just family, you know, friends at school, you know, church and everything. I've always had a strong like connection to the Haitian community, and like until you experience what it's like to like not see a single person that looks like you, it's not as fun. Appreciate everything a little more. It's like, imagine if I didn't know 
the different like foods I have, the different you know styles of music I have, the different styles of fashion I have. It's crazy. Uh, imagine if I only had one like perspective on that. You know, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. Not for me. The diversity aspect is very important. Crucial. It's it's so crucial, crucial. man. And you you hit it right on the nail, man. You really did. Cause where'd you go to college at first? UNH. UNH, right? Oh, well, you went to UNH. Bang. UNH. Bang. Another culture shock. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't think you could go through two culture shocks. <laughs> you see, I told you. Close together. I told you. Because Malden to Mathon, that's different. But Massachusetts to New Hampshire, that's, that's different. different. Oh, wow. That's different. Vic, wow. Vic, Vic went from like no culture shock to the major leagues. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> Vic, professional. Vic, yeah. Yeah. At least I ease my way into it, bro. Yeah. Like, that's. Vic straight went, went oh, straight man. into the fire. Oh, man. And don't I get me wrong. Ha- I never asked Vic about that, too. What? About your little culture shock at Plymouth. What was it like, anyways? You know, it, it's it's hard to, to even, like, think about back just because it happened. I just, like, went through it. But I think I think my culture shock, honestly, wasn't wasn't too bad. Mostly, you seen that cat? You seen oh, that cat? Let me let me hold up. That was hold up, Matrix. Pause, pause. Let me let me let me tell you guys what happened. You guys can't see what just happened. The spirit of Vic Ocean just uh, just like... took over. Yo, we're recording this. It's kind of cloudy. It's kind of windy, and Vega has a, a Bud Light seltzer on the table, and for some reason, it just the wind it gravitated it towards Vic, and Vic snagged that thing like Chad Ocho Cinco. That's impressive. That was. Uh, that's really major was. league. That was crazy. But back to the back to the culture shock. <laughs> so I think um my culture shock was was like different in a way because most people most people who go to school in Plymouth they come from Massachusetts. So most of the people who like I went to school with were from Massachusetts. So it's like they were already like they've already seen like different people, different whatever. Like, um, and you still had some people who like grew up in the in the rural New Hampshire too, and I they never like treated me different. Never, I never saw anything strange. Um, it was just like based on like how nice people were, like the slower pace of life. Like that was really my culture shock. Like I I, I don't think when I had culture shock it was like um, like anything like with racist connotations to it. It was more of like a, how they live their culture versus how like a Hispanic would live their culture. Like you don't see them. We don't see Hispanics skiing, ice skating, who like the snow, like things like that. It was more, it was, my culture talks based more on um, like a lifestyle, I'd say. Um, so it honestly was not, was not bad. And maybe that's just based on the people who I, who I chose to be my friends and still are my friends today. Mm. That's interesting. Maybe I just never like felt the vibes to the bad kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's true, actually. Cause some, like, honestly, some of you really need to know how to choose your friends. That's a lesson mm-hmm. like everybody should just master by the time they're out of high school. Because he's got to realize. He's got to realize. Again, Gio's doing it again. Don't gas me up. Bro. This man is. This is the preacher himself. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's Billy. That's Pastor that's Billy. That's Pastor, Pastor Billy. Billy. That's Bishop Billy. <laughs> Bishop Shout out Billy. to Billy for coming on the last episode. That was crazy. Billy. See, I forget all the time what I'm talking about. <laughs> I always forget what I'm talking about. Choosing your friends. Yo, choose your friends wisely, man. 
this is something I try to tell to like everybody, every young person I meet, just be careful. And when you're young and you hear older heads telling you that, you're like, this guy's an old friend, man. I don't, I don't have to listen to him. But like, once you, once you live through it even a little bit, you realize like you gotta choose your friends wisely because how you choose your friends and the people you choose to surround yourself with, they can derail your life. Yeah derail your life to a completely different direction you see it all over you see it with politicians you see it with athletes you see it with like family members man just please man, choose your friends wisely i'm lucky i got good friends what yeah i am lucky too to be honest but at the end of the day right what's the common denominator of all that though right what truly is a common denominator because everyone has like their own little opinions on that hmm. on like what a good friend is or how yeah, do you get good friends yeah yeah like choosing your friends wisely oh. there's a lot there's a lot of aspects um just listen to like listen to how you feel about your friend that sounds weird but like you can tell whether or not a friend's gonna be good for you or not. Ooh, you know, like it's just. Oh, it's vibes. Vibe. That's the word. Vibes. You know, mm. just the vibes you get from certain people. You can yeah. tell. You can tell. I think, for me personally, based off of personal experiences, I believe it's going through like hardship with your boys. Mm. You can really know who's there for you or who really isn't for you. Boys or, or girls. Because I've had a lot of girls in my life who who brought me up as, as like good like female friends. You know what I mean? So I think that's crucial as well. Telling you what you need to know. Not what you want to hear. Somebody, somebody get this guy. <laughs> somebody this guy grab this, the mic off this guy. <laughs> Someone's going to... Break, you're gonna break someone's heart. <laughs> Someone don't want. They don't want to hear the truth. But tell them. Oh my god. Say it to him, bro. This is Ovio Vega right here. Ovio Vega. Oh my. Sometimes god. you laugh. Sometimes you cry, oh, baby. Man. You know what's so funny? Gio, Gio gave me this Rodrigue nickname. to the hood. Gio gave me this nickname at famous. It's Chris Breezy. Even <laughs> 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 in itself, man. I kind of want to diverge into like the whole aspect of just just human psychology you know everyone goes through their own shit right <laughs> why do you believe that somebody who has hurt you in the past can still be that one person that you once knew them to be from the get-go i just want to say Myself, I've never been in a serious relationship, so my answers. No, it can could be, be serious. It could be serious relationship or just like or friendships. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Either or. Because I, I would just think my my perspective would be different than someone else's. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like they could still be the same. Because the word relationship, or girlfriend, boyfriend, only has so much meaning. Because mm-hmm. the same thing with like marriage, that only has so much meaning. Yeah. So you can still have a really deep-rooted friendship, and that can still be, per se, a relationship. Now, going off what you said, I believe once your heart's broken, 
mm-hmm. and you go back to that person who did that break-in, you're just still broken. Yeah. And until you're able to, to love yourself um, and you pick for yourself first, yeah. that's when you'll be happy. But when does free will become too much? Free will in what way? And what um, In the sense of, you know, you do what you want. So sort of a thing when you it's it's that learning curve. So so I I understand. I'm gonna do what I want. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna still go back to her. Yeah. I'm gonna break her heart, then come back. I'm gonna fuck another bitch, and I'm gonna go back, whatever, and keep going back, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's because you're you're missing a piece. Mm -hmm. You know, at the end of the day, you you don't love yourself. You know, you're not happy. You can hide it whatever you want. You can hide it by getting more girls. You can hide it by getting back to your ex. You can hide it under alcohol. You can hide it under hookah, under marijuana, smoking vapes, whatever. You can always hide that. But personally, where, how do you find happiness? You'll know it. There, there's no way that, that you can set a set book, a set playbook that says this is how you're going to be happy. Mm-hmm. There's no way. But you'll know it. You'll know when you fill that void in your heart. You'll know once your heart's, you know, fixed. You know what I mean? Correct. And until, until, that, until that's done, Sorry. You're just lying to yourself. Correct. And I think that's very sad. Mm-hmm. And 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 another point to that is that like you have to seek help too. Mm-hmm. You know, and once and once help's given to you, you shouldn't you shouldn't take that back. You know, like you 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 shouldn't take that help for granted. You know, you shouldn't be like, oh, all right, yeah, thanks for telling me that, but I'm still gonna do it. Or yeah, I told you this, but sorry, I did it again. And I think that measures too. Like some people can be truly broken by someone truly broken by someone and they'll still get back with their ex and i can understand that they would have damn i'm really talking out here damn i'm really really talking right here i'm really talking like i can i fully understand like you're with a person for six years right but they did you so dirty like crazy dirty right why are you gonna get back to them like i understand that deep-rooted like past you have yeah but the past is the past you gotta live in the now don't hold, don't hold on to yourself on something that, that you know is making you sad. Correct. That you know when you wake up in the morning, you do something bad. You're like, damn, why I do that? Like, why? But not everyone why? has that subconscious. Of, but, I know but I they're not, But bad. they're not happy. Hmm. So they, like, you can say that, but you know they're feeling some type of way. And it's perceived by their actions. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Or That's lack how I of. feel. Lack Lack thereof, yeah, that's true. Lack thereof of actions or their actions mm-hmm. itself, yeah. No, I talk too much. I, I give, I give you guys the mic. <laughs> I was in my feels, man. That's uh, that's what found him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that you know. Now if I talk to him, he's probably gonna be even crazier. Oh my god. Or the dark. Oh. That's you know what's so funny. That was gonna move on to my next question because I wanted to get a little serious right there because we have been serious right there, but I wanted to be a little more comedical. F- F. Comical, <laughs> comedical. Oh my god, I can't. I, I don't even know words anymore. Comical, comical. Afterwards, we can make you know, that a new word. Comedical, comedical, comedical. Yurt. Here's my thing, right? I think if you if you wrong me, if you seriously wrong me to the point where like I'm, I'm shooketh. I'm not like. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm Sorry not, to laugh about that, but that was so funny. Oh, it's happened. Oh man, 
Chicken is the funniest word in my vocabulary for the month of uh, August. Man. That thing is hilarious. Gio got a lot of terminologies, man. His statements, man. You got to listen. When Gio says something, get ready to laugh randomly <laughs> because he's going to hit you with some word and you're going to be in tears. With some crazy heat. Man, don't give me a dictionary. Once I learn all the words. To what was I saying? Oh, Expanded but yeah, vocab. if you like, if you do something to me to the point where like I'm, I'm, I'm truly vexed and shook it, right? I'm not fucking with you because there's too many people on this planet for me to run back to you. Like, yes. there's way too many. Like, yes. why am I going to be pressed over you? Woo! And, like, I'm saying this because Praise I don't you. think I've gotten my heart. Praise you. I've gotten fucked up over people, but I, I wouldn't say I've gotten my heart, like, truly broken. Yeah. So I might be just saying this because of lack of experience. But at the end of the day, I can find 27 people to fill your spot. So why am I pressed over you? Like, I'm not going to do that to myself. There's billions of people on this planet. You got to keep it pushing, man. You got to keep it on. You got to keep it on. Like, I'm not going to let somebody, like, break my heart. And, uh, I'm not going to give them power after they break my heart. Mm. You know, unless they're Rihanna, but she could do whatever she wants. <laughs> but I'm not going to give someone yeah. that energy over me. Absolutely not. I'm not going to agree with that. People are going through real shit, man. I'm not here to, like, waste Yes, time. sir. So if someone... Like, I woke up today. Dead, dead ass. Right. But if someone's able to find your buttons, Geo, because I know you said you got a strong will. But if you have one girl who knows, who knows your weakness, who knows how to how to want you to come back, how how are you able to still try to cope with knowing that they still did you dirty? But she knows, like, she knows she got something that that will make you want to come back. Well, first and foremost, I'm a simple man. It's not hard to get me to come back. If you put mangoes in front of me, I'll probably come back. <laughs> but that being said, um, it's like it's like it's the show. He cut the mangoes right. Come my and pineapples and some fucking Coronas. I'm I'm too. Oh, you can't for, you can't forget the coconut water. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we healthy. Yeah. Yo, Damn. <laughs> you flash coconut water in front of me, I'm ready to propose. I'm dripping. I'm not, yo, I'm not kidding, bro. Don't don't tempt me with a good time, bro. But, uh, fuck, what was I saying? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what's stopping me from coming back? Yeah. Um, what's stopping me from coming back is the fact that I like to take lessons from everything. I like to... Remember the pain. Man, we got the scooter. Man, we, we got, got the, the scooter, scooter gang. Boys. It's the scooter boys. Yo, my God, bro. <laughs> oh. There's like, there like 10 of them. Yeah. Oh, there were scoots going that around. There's one more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. That was crazy. Have you guys seen Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. That's what these guys are. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> these guys are the, 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 the Sons of Anarchy. Exactly. There's one more. Oh, there's one more. Oh, he, he looked back. There's, there has to be more. I can't take shit serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Oh, oh this is going slow, oh, though. This one, this one looks like it's breaking down. <laughs> you have two people on a scooter like that. Hey, yo, for the, for the listeners, let me tell you something right now. That was, that was wild. That was a lot of scooters. This is a lot All of following scooters. each other. That was wild. That was... <laughs> But as Jill was saying, you can't, as crazy You're as- You're kidding me. <laughs> You're as kidding. Cra- as crazy as it sounds, bro, 
really still swing around. It's <laughs> <laughs> they really they riding deep in the scooters. As crazy as it sounds, Joe, right? Of you saying, um, what were you just saying? Something about the, along the lines of um, it's too. E it would be too sometimes too easy. Well, there's another thing too. You can't take life too seriously. That's another thing too, right? As far as, <laughs> as far as you can't take life too seriously, man. Sometimes it's, life's too short to mm -hmm. be taking it too serious, man. Oh, yeah. Way too serious. Like you were just saying, like it's just there's just too many people in the world, like. Man, someone's gonna appreciate my energy and love, mm -hmm. you know. When I was a uh, when I was young, a kid in Jersey, there was a situation that happened in my family, and long story short, my dad was away for a while, not in jail or anything, but he was just like away from the family for I want to say a year or two, right? And during that time, like after he left, me and my dad like. We're close, but we don't act close, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, we're, we're we're always vibing. You know, it's always, like, decent times. But, like, there are days where we don't talk to each other. And it's not because, like, we don't fuck with each other. It's just because, like, we're, we're all, we always have some type of, like, shit to do, right? Mm -hmm. So when he left, or when he, yeah, when he left, I had a panic attack. And I didn't know at the time it was a panic attack. You know, I'm like... I feel crazy right now. Like, I really thought something was wrong. The room was spinning. Like, my chest hurt. And I'm like, yo, what the, what the hell is this? Right? So then, I didn't tell anybody about it. Right? So I'm growing up, I'm growing up, I'm growing up. And, you know, my dad's back in the picture, thankfully. And, you know, I'm thinking, I always think about that panic attack. Like, at least, at least once a year, I, I just dwell on that panic attack for a little bit. And I realized, like, I never want to put myself in a situation like that ever again because it felt like I was just, like I, I really just got into my own head and I was thinking me dwelling on something like this really brought me that much pain never again I'm never letting that shit happen again so if you for the people that know me like you really do know like I'm a, I'm a chill person like I don't ever let shit stress me out and that's the that's the main reason I keep that like way of life pushing because I never want that's one of my biggest fears man going through another panic attack that shit was just anxiety is very real bro eye opening man. anxiety eye -opening. is very real man and one of the common running themes of this podcast is, is mental health because me and Vic literally pride ourselves on that and a lot of people do but then a lot of other people don't so, two questions. What makes you think about that at least once a year? About the panic attack? If I think about it, it's because I'm going through something that would have triggered it back then. Right? And maybe, I say once a year, but it's, it's probably a little less frequent than that. But every once in a while, there's something in my life that happens where I'm like, damn, like this shit's reality, like this shit's really happening to me. Whether it's like, uh, you know, like someone I care about passing away or whether it's, uh, you know, someone I care about going through like a true hardship. Like it's, it, it sucks, man. 
and I realize like me stressing out over it isn't gonna help the situation. So I just take a breath, just calm down, and I try to like finagle the situation the best I can. And so far, I want to say it's had like a hundred percent success rate. Like it's, I say this a lot as a joke, but like it's really not that deep. Just because you're going through something that seems like a mountain right now, once you put some time over it, you realize it's just a, it's just a speed bump. Now, you know, like it's really. Just take your time with things. Don't stress yourself out, you know, and just keep it pushing. That's how I see it. So the second question, has that impacted your future relationships with, like, friends, family members? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, we live in a time where people get offended because you're not pressed over them. We, like, I don't, if, if there's a smidge of bullshit in a relationship... Not, I'm not giving it energy. I'm not gonna give it energy, and it's not because I don't care about the person, but it's because I'm putting, like, I'm trying to protect like my, my mental. At the end of the day, I'm trying to make sure I never put myself in a position where I would open the possibility of a panic attack happening. You know, so if if people are expecting a certain reaction out of me, and I'm not giving them that reaction, they take it as me either disrespecting them or not caring about them and that's not the case because i'm a caring person you know? right. but at the end of the day if you're oh my God. he did it again he did it again yeah, for the listeners he caught, you, he caught the bud light seltzer again you, it's, an em- it's, it's an empty it's an empty but you know oh he keeps catching God. it i'm gonna put this on the ground now actually in this little, little thing right there because i want to catch it again three Vic for three three for three <laughs> He would be 100% from the free throw line. We're passing you another receiver. We don't have receivers. <laughs> um, but yeah, going back to that, though, has that... Have you given other individuals advice because you went through it personally? Yeah. Um, I don't give... I don't give everybody advice because I don't like when I give advice for people not to take it and shit blows up in their face and then, you know, I'm not an I told you so person. I try not to be an I told you so person. So I'm not gonna give someone advice unless I'm confident that they'll take my advice. If you if you ask me for advice and I know for a fact you're not gonna take it, I'm just gonna keep it pushing. Man. I'm just gonna be like, you know, I'm not too sure, man. You know, do what you gotta do. People don't listen, man. I don't like when people don't listen. I don't like when people ask and they don't listen. So if I'm giving you advice that seems, you know, like yes. a tough pill to swallow, yes, do what you gotta do. Because they're gonna do it again. Exactly. They're gonna do it again. Exactly. exactly. If you're asking me, to their face. if you're asking me whether or not you should go back to this guy who is clearly not good for you, but I already know you're gonna go back to him, I'm not wasting my breath. So it looks, it looks like females have been asking you for advice, huh? Up late. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not gonna blow up anybody's spot. No, you don't have to say names. It doesn't matter. But, uh, <laughs> say it, bro, with your chest. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? No, you definitely know who I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking about? Stupid. But the, to the more comical aspect now of that, of like your relationship with like your your family or like you know specifically your dad, 
You've told me multiple occasions, man, where you've just seen your dad randomly somewhere, and you're like, oh, what's up? <laughs> Yo, this guy, I don't know what's good. I really don't know what's good with him. He's doing crazy. I can't take this guy seriously anymore, man. I really can't. I just really can't. What was it, Bangor, Maine? Yeah, that's the story I'm exactly thinking about, Fam. bro. Randomly? Both Fam. of them? Damn. the same time? Damn. He's... The guy's a nomad. Him and him and his brother are nomads, bro. They they just pop up wherever. It's the weirdest thing. I see this guy in a different state, and he's just chilling. <laughs> That's one oh thing. Two, I'm glad that you brought up <laughs> your uncle, cause I need you to tell you tell this story for the listeners, bro, cause. This is one of my favorite stories of all time. Oh, with the horse? Yes. Oh, I, rem- I remember this one. I remember this one. The men in my family, we're just not shit. We're, we aren't <laughs> shit. Right? We aren't shit. So. <laughs> That's one of the funniest stories ever, my man. My grandpa, when he was still alive, told me this story, man. About when my uncle, they lived in Haiti. And they had, they had like a. You know, little farm, decent farm. But there was this horse everybody loved. Everybody loved this horse. It wasn't even their horse. They just found the thing. <laughs> they found the thing. It was chilling, right? So, the horse ran off one day. I don't know if I told you this, but I found this out last year. <laughs> that they knew <laughs> no, the horse. Heard this then. The horse ran away. Okay? They couldn't find the horse. They looked for it for a couple of days, couldn't find it. They said, okay. Now, my grandparents are very, like, religious people. You know, they, they care about church and everything. They're, you know, big-time, big-time religious people. So uh, their kids would always, like, go to church and whatnot, like, with them, without them, whenever. They just went to church. So <laughs> yeah, my uncle, the plan was for him to go to church and then for him to, like, pick up groceries or something and then make his way back to the to the place, right? And everybody thinks he's going to church. 11 o'clock comes, he's not there. Midnight comes, he's not there. 1 o'clock comes, he's not there. People are people are mad curious because he took he took the car with him. <laughs> so we're missing both my uncle and the car. We don't know where either are. We don't have a clue what's going on. Bro, 3 in the grand morning comes. Yo, we see my uncle coming back to the farm on a horse bro with a with a with a little piece of paper taped to his chest yo they look at the paper it's a police citation because he was drunk off his ass bro. he was getting carried by that horse like Don Quixote bro. <laughs> now how many years ago how many years ago was this a long time ago right wow yeah that's a long time ago and to this day they don't know what happened to the car is nowhere to be found. We're convinced it's not on the island of Haiti. That thing is, <laughs> that thing is somewhere in the Caribbean. What the ocean. heck? So oh my god. The men in our family, we're not sure. <laughs> just built different. It's just we're built sure. different. Bro, that's just one of the most iconic stories because I, I, I forgot where you told me this for the first time, but this is... I heard it here. You heard it here? I heard it oh, here. Oh, this was at Nani's uh, backyard. It was, yes. <laughs> yes, Shout it was. Shout out to Nani. 
Yeah, shout out to Deshi. But yes, Gio, that's, that's one of the most iconic stories, mainly because of like the, maybe the time period I was, I was like in like the, the headspace I was in at that time and I just needed that laugh, bro. Bro, when I tell you I was laughing for so long, I couldn't, I couldn't get over that story. I was like, wow, only Gio can really tell this story because I will botch it with, with straight laughter. <laughs> only Gio. It's tough time. <laughs> Stop. Because I didn't find like I wasn't told the whole story. I was told this story in bits and pieces over the years. Yeah. And like, can you imagine as a kid growing up, you hear this compounding story, and it just gets more ridiculous every time you hear it. That's it. That's one thing about the culture I appreciate, man. The stories I have from my culture, actually, ridiculous. it's different, right? So, for both Vic and Gio right here. All right. Vic said something earlier. He was like, I'm speaking the facts right now. I'm really talking. And I'm not off the henny. Speaking of that, all right? <laughs> What's your favorite drunk? So good, thoughts. Uh, my favorite drunk? Yeah, what's the, like, the, the go-to? What's your favorite drunk, bro? Depends what I'm going through. <laughs> you see? <laughs> really I love does, off, off rip? I don't know if I have a favorite, man. Rum is up there. Rum drunk is up there. Yeah, tequila drunk. drunk is. Let me not talk about tequila drunk actually. Um. <laughs> no, no stories. You don't have to tell no stories. Oh, just, you're just naming. I'm starting to get into wine drunk. Wine drunk is different. Wine drunk is different. Wine drunk is different. Is it really? Last time wine I drank wine, I was wearing a cowboy hat and my underwear. Oh man. And then I threw up after. <laughs> 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 he was wearing a cowboy hat. That's, that's that all you gotta know. That picture is in someone's phone, and I'm so mad because <laughs> I don't have it. We need that picture, Gio. We need that picture at all times. <laughs> if you have Gio that needs picture. that picture because he loves the cowboy hat. If you know where I can hats. find this picture, please send it to me. For the please longest send me, time, send for the longest time, Gio's been saying it for years. Cowboy hats are gonna be the next bucket. They don't want to believe me. <laughs> they don't want to listen. <laughs> They said I was crazy. Say it louder. And it was, oh and it was, God. half of that truth came out when Lil Nas X released that song. They don't want to hear it. Everyone was in cowboy the truth, hats. Bro. They're not ready for the truth. Everyone <laughs> liked the truth. They're not ready for. They said I was crazy. <laughs> they said I was crazy, and I let me tell you something. Let me tell you the full story. I predicted several waves of headgear. Okay. <laughs> I'm the headgear fortune teller. I'm the headgear fortune teller. Okay. A connoisseur. When bucket hats first emerged, I told niggas about it. Five months in advance. From the first bucket hat I saw. Because it took a while for bucket hats to like be a Yeah, that's very yeah. true. I said, I see the type of time niggas are on. Bucket hats are going to be a thing. And then came the age of dad hats, bro. Dad hats came. I knew about it, bro. I, I seen it. Oh, I've Vic's been on that way for a very long time. I've seen the oh, Vic's been on that way for the a very long thing, time with that dad hat. I'm telling you, bro, the <laughs> only thing I didn't like predict correctly was like fitteds, because fitteds, New York fitteds, you know, uh, that was before my time. Bro. Yeah, before I know they timed. But I guarantee you, Gia, you would have predicted it. Would have. You would have, bro. Would. But the most radical one, bro, was the cowboy hats. They didn't. I told. Who did I tell? 
Oh, another famous vet, Escarlin. Shout out Escarlin. <laughs> yeah. That's the homie. Yeah, shout out I to Escarlin. Yo, cowboy hats are going to be the next big thing in nine months. And she laughed at me. Ooh. She laughed, bro. Who else did I? I said, I said this to Medge, bro. Shout out to Medge. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Medge, too. <laughs> I said cowboy hats the are going to be the OG famous next, crew right there. Next big thing. Next big thing. She laughed in my face, bro. And then out of nowhere. Didn't you tell your boys in Baldwin, too? I told everybody, bro. <laughs> everybody. Anybody who was willing to listen, bro. I seen the way things were going. I said, cowboy hats are going to be the next big thing. <laughs> Little Duke comes out with his, his music video about cowboy hats, his song about cowboy hats. Yep. Everybody's getting cowboy hats. Yeah. Meg Thee Stallion's rocking cowboy hats. Yeah. They don't want to listen. Bro. They don't want to give me my flowers. Bro. That's how you can't tell people the truth, bro. Yeah, they don't, bro. They're not ready for the truth. You can't man. tell them. They're not ready for the truth. It's the truth, man. Just, like, don't go back to your ex. Ooh. Sorry, I, you got me caught up on that. You got me caught up on that. <laughs> I bought my cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, what do you think is the next headgear wave? Oh, sheesh! You know I'm copying that right now. <laughs> what have right you now? been seeing? What have you been seeing, man? Stop or should we not tell the? Should we not tell the listeners? Ah, man, we shouldn't tell them, man. I don't think they're ready for it. Yeah, I got to be honest, man. This pandemic threw me off. Yeah, can't really tell it did. It did for a lot. Are, All of I us, really man. can't tell, man. It's tough to tell. It's tough times right now. Yeah. You know? Speak about this pandemic, though, bro. It's so ambiguous, bro. Everything. Just like life, bro. Very, very ambiguous, man. Weird. Shit's, even time. now, bro. Like, what do you, what, what, what's your opinion on it now? This pandemic. This pandemic. It's like. To be honest, I'm. I'm not gonna say, I'm thankful for the pandemic at all. But I'm thankful of the timing that it happened because everything this summer was shut down. Everything was shut down. But thankfully, until August 11th, which was. Last week at the time, ago. yeah, a couple of days ago, I didn't have this. You know, right. I was at work 24-7. So, yeah, you know, this pandemic, it sucks, and I, I can't stand it. I can't stand what it's doing. But in terms of the timing, perfect timing. Because if this happened summer 2015, if this happened summer 16, <laughs> if we had a pandemic during those two summers, I would have set everything on fire. <laughs> I'm sorry to be laughing because this is no laughing matter, but what Gio just said is pure facts. By any, the, oh my god, yo, the, the, crazy. Class of 2015, the class of 2014 through 2016 from Mathieu and I, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, If yes. this happened during any one of those years, yes. oh my god. Now speaking about those summers, man, what was it that was so good about those summers, bro? I still can't grasp it. Honestly, bro, I think it's just during those summers specifically, my phone wouldn't stop. Yo, you want to go to Hampton? Yeah. Yo, you want to go to High Rock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, you trying to chill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was just down, you know, because it's that weird period where, like, you're done with high school, but you're not really, like, you don't have the pressures of, of, of work and college yet, so mm -hmm. you're, you're just vibing. Hmm. Vibing. So, like, every, everybody who hit me up, I was down. Everyone I hit up was down. Yo, you trying to ball? Yeah. Yo, you trying to play soccer? Yeah. <laughs> I'm there. You know? 
That's so true, bro. Everyone was just so happy. Yeah, it was good times. Good times, good music. Yeah. Everyone was just happy. We, there was no stress. There was nah, a there really wasn't. There was a Drake album. What was Drake album? Views. And if you're reading this, it's too late. Oh, man. Oh, man. 2015 into 2016. Oh, man. There was just... Oh, which one was the Summer of Controller? Oh, that's Summer 2016. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Summer of Controller. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Summer of the Apple Rock. <laughs> oh, boy. Apple Rock. I think also, too, it was our first time in college, too. Class of 2015, bro. Yeah, yeah. Experiencing college, bro. That was funny. That was... That was something else. That was comical. That was something else. And I don't I don't I don't know. There's just so many things that happened between those uh, between those summers 2015 and 2016 mm-hmm. that it's hard to identify what was it? There was just a conglomeration of a lot yeah, of things. Every, right. It was blasphemous. Uh, <laughs> those were the funniest summers I've ever had by far. Those two summers were now, a lot of people will probably have, like, their own favorite summers, but there's a, a strong collective group that say summer 2016 is oh, something yeah. else. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, what... <laughs> still to this day, Vic went to a different high school. Gio, why do we have 8,000 skip, senior skip days? <laughs> yo. Yo. Usually you only get one of those, bro. Yo. I think... <laughs> bro, yo, we going back bad. to high school. Yeah, we were really bad. Bro. Yeah. Looking back on it. Yeah, just looking really back bad. on it. Just looking back on we it, bro. We never went to school. <laughs> <laughs> bro, our group never went to school. In May? Damn. High school wasn't even a thing. Oh, my God, bro. It wasn't, it wasn't even, like, being checked out, bro. Well, it was part of it, probably, but... Oh, man. We had, like, a lot of senior skip days, bro. And the crazy thing is, like, we got out a month early. Yeah. Every day was a skip day for me. <laughs> you don't know why? That's me calling. Mom, dismiss me. <laughs> 11 o'clock. I calls the school, that. calls the school, I let him go. Facts. I do remember that. Vic used to, Vic used Dad, to hit me. <laughs> I'm trying to be out. <laughs> Vic literally used to hit me up. I used to be still in class, like, 11 o'clock. Like, what's good? And he'd be like, yo, what's, what's good? Poppin'? And meanwhile, I'm in history class or something. I don't know. I'm taking like, some type of AP course. Like, yo, I'm out of school, bro. Yeah, he's like, I'm out of school. I'm like, what? He's like, Every and this day. is around, and this is, bro. Come to school late, leave early. He has a little Honda Accord, bro. He'd be like, yo, bro. Now, his Honda Accord was so iconic, bro. His speedometer didn't work, bro. I loved it. <laughs> nah, I loved it worked. No, 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 no. It wouldn't tell you, like, the, the, like, oh, the, the yeah, exact yeah, amount yeah, of how fast you were going. But. It's a little slow, I think. <laughs> or too fast. Yeah, it was or too, too fast. fast. Yeah. I said it was too fast when I was going that fast. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was. But, yeah, he used to tell me, he's like, yo, you trying to do something? Or are you, you trying to win some video games right now? I'm like, bro, it's 11 o'clock in the morning. What are you doing? <laughs> How'd you get away with it? My mother didn't care. <laughs> My dad didn't care. It was funny because on we had two senior skip days, so on like the second one, my mom called and they were like, "Do you know that seniors are skipping school?" Like the lady in the guidance office was like, "Do you know that they're skipping school?" My mom was like, "No, he has an appointment." Facts. <laughs> Let's hit up the lake right now, baby. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like senior year, 
here, bro? Who yeah. cares, man? Stop yeah. being chips. Yeah, and we were out a month early, too. Yeah, that's very we true. We were out, out, screwing yeah. around. Like the beginning of June? We were gone. Oh, we were gone. We were gone, bro. Dude, we might have taken like 15 stickers. Yeah. That In that month of May alone. Oh, my God. And they couldn't enforce it because, like, everybody was, was doing it. Everybody was Everyone gone. was doing it. It's like, how can you enforce that? My question is, though, now... Since I'm like the baby of the family, you guys both have younger siblings. Did your mom and dad allow that for your younger sibling? Twice as much. <laughs> Yo. Twice as much. Yo. <laughs> rather, rather, rather that, she skipped at school. She ain't even going in. Like, I would have to go in then leave. She would skip. Money on it. We're going to have to see. What grade is your sister in now, Vic? She's going to be a sophomore. You see? We'll have to wait. We're going to have to have this conversation in a few more years. <laughs> now, Gio, though, your younger sister's a little savage. <laughs> she's crazy. She's crazy. She has those clever comebacks. No, she's not a good person. She's not a nice person. <laughs> and how old is she? 12. Oh, wow. No, 13. 13. That means she was saying all these things to you, all the stuff I used to hear back in, like, early college, late high school, when she was, like, eight or seven years old, huh? I've been getting disrespected by the girls since she was (laughs) (laughs) I've been getting vehemently disrespected by the girls. That's different. Years. Berated, almost. She is nuts, dude. And I don't know... Where she got this from. I know. It's from me. (laughs) I know. It's from me. (laughs) Like, it's still crazy to see. Because she's, like, she's, she's sharp with it nowadays. Nowadays, I'm kind of scared of her. <laughs> Damn. That's saying something. Yo, she That's runs, saying yo, she something. Runs the living room. I don't go to the living room anymore. She runs the living room. <laughs> I don't go to the living room anymore. Man. Oh, that's, damn. That's her place. The, it'd be like that, man. Generations change. Generations are changing, too, bro. Funny, but what is it about this younger generation, man? Why are they so... Different. Why are they so wild? Yo, you know what Wild in so many ways, though. Like, different. Yo, you can't do anything to these kids anymore. Nah. Fam, if I was doing half the shit my siblings are doing when I was their age, my parents would kick me in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's true. Fam. Oh. You can't touch these kids. These kids are untouchable. They all have phones. Is that a problem? Uh. To an extent? Yeah. I think it's a problem. I don't know. I just feel like the more you get beat as a kid, the better you turn out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, to a degree. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Shit. Not, not, not to the point of abuse. Let me, let me, let me walk that back. Let, let me, me walk, walk that, that back. back. Actually, fuck it. Now, the more you get beat as a kid, the better you turn out. Depends. Uh, it's not wrong. It's not wrong. From our experiences, but, it's not wrong. But, but looking at, I'm just basing this off me and my family. I got, I, I got my fair share of assholes. I deserved each and every one of them, but like I got my fair share. My brother, he got significantly less. And he's, yo, he's kind of a menace, bro. Yeah. He's a menace. My sister, my mom would throw up her hand and start crying. <laughs> Built different. Built different. They playing the system. Oh, yeah. They playing oh, yeah. the system. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know when you got that They've learned. They've learned. I haven't asked you this then, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> if this future generation is like that and they playing the system, what do you think our future leaders are going to be? So you're saying 
it's gonna be like the past? No. I'm just curious as to how they would go about life. <laughs> that, honestly, it's really hard to tell. Yeah. Because this, this, they they just change so much. Like. Yeah. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Even with music, sometimes, bro. I sometimes be like, "Yo, shout out to Nick for the one time. Shout out to Lil Nick, man." No. Saying saying Jack Harlow is a. Is a top is a, three. Is a top three in the music game. In the music game. Shout out to him. What's his but, name? Jeff but, Harley. Yeah. <laughs> What's his? Jeff Harlow. I think Jeff. you know. <laughs> I think they were kind of. You know what it is? We were spoiled with music, man. We were spoiled with too so much good music, bro. When I, was, when I was getting into music, Lil Wayne was doing his thing. Lily, like a lollipop. And then it just went over into greatness once again Lily, with Drake. Lily, like a lollipop. Shoddy in the club. Jersey came and did his thing, man. Jersey, Jersey, was, Jersey was doing crazy things in the studio. I agree. Crazy things. Yo, we were spoiled. Now we were spoiled with it. music. If you think about it, think, about this thing. think about this for a little bit. Oh, it's true. They in that trash music. In that trash music. They in that trash music. I still be bumping it up. You know, it's new music. Sometimes. You know, it's new music. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. We, you need some freshness sometimes. You need some fresh music sometimes. Even though it rots really quick. <laughs> it's gone in two seconds. It's gone in two Jeez. seconds. <laughs> so, Gio, to kind of wrap this up. What would you like to see this country move into like steps in the into the right direction this state alone oh this state yeah with mass alone mass where would you like to see like the improvements because um. like everywhere else man you can tell like man they need some major improvements you know what i mean vic certain states need some major improvements than others you know i know well what in what ways Everything. Just like their whole life. Yeah. Going back to what we were just talking about this one entire podcast, you know, like cultural Florida. diversity. Like Florida. Yeah. What's up? The Yo, the, the COVID parties. Come on, bro. Built different. What? Built different. Cut Florida out, bro. Yo, just cut, just doing, cut them right out, bro. Florida's been doing nutty shit for a minute now. Since the dawn of time, bro. They've been ag- like, Florida's weird, bro. Yeah. I don't claim Florida except for Miami. <laughs> That's good people down there. Florida's Florida's weird, bro. It is. Florida's really, really weird. Not Portland. But to get back to your question, stateside. Stateside, yeah. Yo, just allocate funds better. Because, yo, actually, not even stateside. Yo, (laughs) cityside? Yo, it's people in the city of Madun who are getting paid numbers that they should not get paid. Oh, speak to them. I'm not going to get into it. We talked about that last podcast episode. 300? People know who I'm talking about. 1,000? Yo. Somebody call Billy. Somebody call Billy. <laughs> no, somebody call Alex, bro. Yeah. No, but, nah, um, in the state of Massachusetts, definitely just like, allocate fund the kids funds. More. Yeah, fund the kids, fund the more, kids man. more, man. Please just put more money into the schools. Pay your teachers well. Yeah. Just you know, shape your future. Mhm. I like that, bro. That's all I gotta say on the matter. Well, man, I appreciate you coming on to the podcast, man. Preacher Episode Gio. thirty-three, bro. Preacher Gio. Episode thirty-three. This won't be the. We always say this to everybody. This won't be the last time you come on. Oh, anytime you want to. I'm, I'm actually kind of offended. It took 32 hours. I know, I know, I know, bro. I know, this that's is crazy. crazy. This is. This, this is, is like, this is, this is a day one homie. That's crazy. This is a day one homie. This is real talk, bro. But it's all love. 
But it's all love at the Always. end of the day. All love. Vic. Like Drizzy said, cry now, laugh later. Woo-wee! Take care, y'all. We appreciate you listening. Gio, you know the vibes. You know the fucking vibes. <laughs>